From the SWC Plus, this is the Showrunners Podcast, a monthly show dedicated to genre, mostly Star Wars, TV, film, and pop culture. I'm Mark. I'm Kyle. I'm Tim. And I'm Rob. Guys, it took a long time, literally years, but we have finally got this show off the ground. This podcast is finally alive and breathing. Each month, we're going to slide behind the mic, discuss what's going on in geek culture, what's going on in film and, and TV and all that stuff. And we're going to take your listener emails out there, your messages, your thoughts. We're going to take those and kick them around this table here. I can't wait to do it, man. Tim, how's it going? What's going on? Oh, man, I'm stoked to be here. Three of my favorite podcasters around the table, all taking inspiration from the great Kevin Smith. And to paraphrase that man, the great and powerful Kevin Smith, every podcast is someone's first so we are considering this, this one right here, our zero episode, our pilot episode, if you'd like to call it that. And guys, I don't know about you, but I am pumped to be here. Rob, what's going on, dude? Oh, wow. This, this is fantastic. This is something that's been, like uh, like we said earlier, in the making for a while. We suspect that many people listening will know us from previous pods, but for those who don't, we thought we might be a good idea to tell you a little bit about us. Um, Kyle, you want to get the ball rolling? Sure. Well, I mean, uh, Tim brought him up, Kevin Smith. Uh, that's the guy that sort of turned me onto podcasting. Uh, so, so I started listening. To, I, I stopped listening to sport AM radio because it was the same thing every day, just people complaining and complaining. So eventually I branched away from that into podcasts uh, and eventually found Star Wars podcasts and binged no those. Complains. <laughs> it, yeah, it, well, you know what? Five years ago, Star Wars fandom was a much more Unreal. harmonious place. Yeah. <laughs> a lot has changed since then. Uh, but yeah, listening to the to so many different podcasts and going, eventually, it took longer than it should have, but eventually the, the light going on saying, why aren't, that, why aren't I doing this? Why can't I have this conversation and record it and put it out there? Somebody would listen. And so uh, just over five years ago, Tumbling Saber as a podcast was born. And uh, though we're on a bit of a hiatus right now, uh, we've been at week in, week out doing at least one podcast every week. And at last count, we, we were over 400 total episodes over the last five years. So uh, a lot of things have been said, mostly about Star Wars. And uh, man, like it's just been so much fun. Like the four of us are here because of someone like Kevin Smith, because of uh, this, this geek factory like Star, like Star Wars. And it's, it's, it's going to be awesome, man. Tim, give, give us your origin story. Oh, man. Well, you got to go back to about the same time there. 2015, The Force Awakens. We've got the movie. We've got Star Wars back in cinemas. And, and collecting was even before that, into 2014, the Black Series. I'd always found myself looking for an outlet to share an experience collecting with in particular. And Star Wars really provided that opportunity, given what was coming out. And given the fact that Star Wars had now this big and massive presence again in society. It became so huge in 2015. And that's when I started listening to podcasts. I started first with a few collecting podcasts, Marvel and Star Wars collecting podcasts with the Marvel Legends and the Black Series kicking off like they have with that collector focus series really coming out and them pivoting. A lot of toy companies pivoting that direction to focus in on us, the 30, 40, 50 year old collectors. And they've, they've really weighed on me financially over the last five years. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, coming out of all that, I kicked a podcast, the Nerd Room Podcast. And 
it's something that myself and three co-hosts, Sanjay, Troy, and Carlos, we've been doing for about five years now. We just zoomed over 250 episodes. We've been covering Star Wars, Marvel, and DC in particular. That's been our main focus over the last couple of years, basically news reviews. And we added a, a beyond tag last year where we started growing the podcast scope to fit things like Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters and Jurassic Park, all these franchises that have this inherent tie to nerd, to geek culture, as we're going to talk here, as we felt during the pandemic with the absence of films and all this stuff, we, ha- we wanted to do more of the stuff that people loved. And I got into vintage collecting and all this. And we're going to, I know Mark's going to pick up on this in a little bit here because both him and Rob have stepped precariously, very ever so slightly, and then head first into the vintage Star Wars collecting. So that, that's kind of it. The Nerdman Podcast is, is my home, but I'm glad to be here in the showrunners with you boys to talk more geek culture and more nerd culture and, and just kind of grow and have the opportunity to, uh, to share all this with you guys. So Mr. Cass, you know, we've been podcasting together for years. You yes. mean Mark, TSW Comics. You know, we met through Star Wars, through podcasting. Enlighten, enlighten those that don't know what your origin story like is like the, for podcasting the origin story um okay well years ago i have i have a friend of mine from high school and again we the only time we see each other is on facebook it's just one of those things and i knew he was a star wars fan and yeah he came up with this thing and this had to be almost now seven to ten years ago the star wars book report and he's i'm like and i was asking oh do you have a i know you star wars book report you do a thing with star wars uh you have anything this is back when it was legends before Disney. I'm like, uh, any recommendations on new books to read? He goes, well, do you listen to my podcast? And I said, well, what's a podcast? Cause I am an, an <laughs> elder statesman. I'm part of the projected star Wars generation, but I get that Mark, one in Mark and I, yeah. Yes. <laughs> if you're playing where that badge with pride. Yeah. So it, we're the, we're the, we're the oldest elder statesman. So that came along and then my good buddy Roman, who I've known since high school and he's uh, it's an actor, comedian, and, and, and funny guy and we ended up whenever say let's say if we're sitting in the tim hortons in here in canada for those that are not in that or in a coffee shop let's say if it, to make it more so everybody knows what i'm talking about globally we, inclusive we'd be having a conversation and we'd be running off like just the two idiots that we are and then people on the table beside us would inevitably just start laughing you know what i mean because they just can't help hear our stupidity and he's like we got to do a podcast. So, and again, with the influences of Kevin Smith and all the other, like, this is the, it's just, nowadays it seems like everybody has a podcast, but back then there was only a few and it was, how do you get into this thing? And there was no, oh, I can order that podcast kit online. There wasn't any of that around quite yet. Right. So it was, it was actually yet that there was a real concerted effort to do it. it. Took me two years to finally figure out, okay, fine, we'll do one. And then I had the, I thought, and I said, we're going to record four weeks, four episodes, and we're not going to release anything because I know my good buddy, Roman, if this just, if we release two episodes and then it just dies, I'll be, you know, it gets that pod fade before 10, I'll be upset. So we actually recorded four episodes, boom, had them in the bank. I said, fine, we're going to iTunes, figured out how to get it out, got the distribution. And we, that was in April of 2016. We have not missed a week since. Now, again, that's a lot of juggle. There's a lot behind that. But yeah, so we're on 254 consecutive weeks. And that's wow. been that's my awesome. buddy. 
Yeah, and and Roman's been busy, so there's been a lot of I've had co-hosts on the show. That was the origin, but then I uh, I had listeners in the UK, um, uh, and then it became uh, became a good friend, Rob Wade. He uh, he also had a he was on a podcast. He had a few of them, and they also started uh, uh, contributing to a Talk Star Wars podcast. And then eventually that turned me on to talk Star Wars. And then now all of a sudden I'm listening to this talk Star Wars every week. And then I decided to send questions in and then a relationship started. And Roman and I have this broadcast and it's, it's explicit. And, it, and we, I mean, we have a good time with it. I, I don't, I'm not ashamed by it or anything we do, but I wanted, I still had that. If you're that Star Wars thing from that Star Wars book report, I still had that need to get it out. And I'm like, yeah, but do I want to publish and get in a whole brand new thing. So I talked to Rob Wade, if he would be interested in talking to the owner and proprietor of Talk Star Wars for me to see if they wanted an extra monthly show to throw out there. And that's when the Star Wars Commonwealth started, and which is now a group now, but we'll get into that later. So I had an idea. I will take hosts from different areas of our Commonwealth and listeners uh, on the nights of the Commonwealth so people that don't podcast can have a chance to podcast once a month. And that was the uh, TSW Roundtable. Still going now, the SWC Plus Roundtable. And that was my way into this universe. That's the, again, that's long-winded, but that's, that's the origin story. So here, this is awesome. Because this is, is it a roundtable? Yeah, but no, this is all showrunners. These are all, the four of us are all the people that, put all these programs together it's not the the sidekick and again we're not booing anybody yeah exactly that's gonna be popular yes (laughs) so this is this is like uh are we gonna have uh too many chefs in the kitchen or you mean or hey i mean i'm just excited to see where this goes this is gonna be neat so this is uh you know this i'm really really excited so there we go rob cast that's the origin story uh mark yeah I'm intrigued by this owner proprietor talk Star Wars of which you speak. He sounds like a truly sophisticated, handsome, and muscular man. Is <laughs> the new one, the, 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 current, the current one, or the? Uh, or Definitely the not the current. Okay. Not the current one. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I love him yeah, to death, but I'm not more. giving him that. Um, <laughs> yeah, for me, it was uh, it's amazing to me how similar our origin stories are because they're all they're all about the same time. The origin mm-hmm. five years ago, around the time of. Um, the Force Awakens release, and that for me was a major moment in uh, in my podcasting career because I'd been podcasting a year at that point, doing a show no one listened to. And similar to your origin story, Rob, where people overheard you in the Tim Hortons and thought you were amusing. Um, my wife once heard Stephen, Paul, and our friend Andy and I having a we were squabbling at a barbecue, and she was cracking up laughing and said, "You've got to record this because." you guys are just ridiculous as grown men. It's, it's ridiculous how funny you are. So we started putting out this podcast and we did that for about a year. It's called the movie geeks film cast. And we did that for about a year. Um, before I decided to do something star Wars related just on the run up to, uh, the release of the force awakens. And I've just, I've went back recently for a little project to sort of re-listen from episode one. And I was amazed at the audacity <laughs> I had releasing a, a brand new podcast on the run-up to um, a major release of the biggest, probably the biggest franchise in the history of the moving picture. 
And for the first three episodes, I put out old material. Then we came back and half-assed another episode, and then I put out some more old material. What on earth was I thinking? I thought I'd spent a year learning how to podcast. Clearly not. Um, so that was that was uh, the end of 2015. Kicked off Talk Star Wars, brought Stephen in around the time the film uh, came out, and then we started to learn earnestly how to how to do this thing together. Brought Rob Wade in shortly after that. Brought. Uh, Paul in, Paul Jones, everyone will know and love from TSW days. And um, and yeah, and, and started working towards putting together something I couldn't find. I don't know about you guys, with your with your motivations for getting into it. I know we learned how you got into it, but the motivation that drove me to make Talk Star Wars was to make something I couldn't find out there anywhere else, which was a listener-focused podcast. And that's kind of what I'm hoping this will be. Tim, you mentioned it in the open the opening there uh, no Carl actually you mentioned it in the opening getting people to email in and send us messages and send us voicemail and interact with the listeners that's what I desperately wanted from Star Wars podcast when I was a listener I wanted to find a show that would allow the audience in and share their thoughts and share their theories and share their feelings not a safe thing to do now in Star Wars fandom and I wanted to give them a place to do that that was free of judgment if you didn't know if you were new to the franchise and maybe you didn't know who Grand Admiral Thrawn was. That's fine. Come here and you might learn a bit, you know? Yeah. Or come to us with your knowledge and share it. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of what motivated me. Is that similar for you guys? Very, very. Like, we wanted to just take the things that we wanted to say and put them out there. But also, like, let's make some friends along the way here. Yeah, exactly. And, and based on that criteria... I think we can all say that our podcasting adventures have been a smashing success. Like we've we're across the globe. We now have friends where the core of that friendship was star Wars. And in a way it still is. It's what brought us together. But now like we are invested in each other's well-being and and our lives. Mm -hmm. Right. And that, I mean, if, if anything else that has made podcasting worth it a thousand times over, it's been, it's been fantastic. It's so true because it's something that I didn't expect coming out of podcasting that, you know, you'd find people that I consider you guys some of my best friends and I've never even met some of you in person. And I talk to you guys almost daily and podcasting has brought to me not only a creative outlet, it has, it's brought me closer to franchises, but it's brought a, an entire community of people, like you said, Kyle, that that care for each other, that if something's going on, I get messages from people and I do the same. And it's such a, a vibrant community, the people that we've been able to, to share this experience with. And it's like you said, it's global too. We have people in Japan and Australia and, you know, for us here in Canada and the UK and, and the US, everywhere across the board that are sharing in these passions. And I think that's a big thing that drove me to starting a podcast was, I wanted a space where I could share my passion with whomever wanted to. It was always about, you know, a creative outlet, but it was about finding people that were like-minded that got excited about black series or Marvel legends or the films and, and want to talk about theories and all this. It's about sharing that. Cause even in 2015, I think now nerd and geek culture is, is pretty wide based. Even back in then, like, figures and all that and displaying them in my house it wasn't i did it but i didn't do it the same way i do it now 
right? I, I've crafted almost a small museum in my basement here dedicated to the things that I loved as a kid and that I now love as an adult. And people come in with, well, not anymore, but people did come in with jaws dropped and it was everything had a story in here. And it was about taking that and finding people that love to do that themselves. Cause I didn't necessarily have that, you know, now I have it in the guys, but Carlos, who's one of my co-hosts, we met him through podcasting, through the love of comic books. And now he's one of our best friends. Isn't that Only, amazing? Yeah. And he lived in the same city and all this. And we just connected through Twitter. And then the next thing you knew, we did like a little tester where like, okay, we're going to meet this guy. We're going to bring Troy along with us. We're going to meet him at uh, Aquaman, go see the theater, go have a beer after. And then the following week, he was in my basement what, <laughs> recording what, was, a podcast. Was Troy to keep you safe in case 100%, something sideways? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I put I put Carlos beside Troy. And <laughs> you know, yeah, the, can't remember the last time I met someone new and they ended up in my basement. Not that I'm going to yeah. admit to. Rob, <laughs> uh, we're, we're unique in this group, Rob, because we've actually had the pleasure of meeting each other in real life. And to me, that was precisely what Tim's just been talking about, the pleasure of organizing that the excitement of us meeting up there and then the weirdest thing when we got when i got to the hotel because obviously we traveled separately because of coming from different places in, in the world um i got up to the floor in the hotel and the door opened and he's standing right there in front of me and immediately of course we recognized each other because we'd spoken on skype we text constantly and we had this huge bear hug and i just thought i've known this guy forever yeah and, and you've known me, you've, you've known me for literally a second. Yeah. <laughs> it was the, the doors opened and, and it was like, Oh, that's Mark Godseff. Actually, when we show, we, we were, went to celebration. So now you have a Canadian and, and someone from the UK experiencing Florida <laughs> together. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're in Florida and then we have to run off to the, to the, to the, to the convention center and Mark's got to pick up his media pass, which is another cool thing. It's like, what? It's like, wait a second, media passes for this thing? Us media? Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so and Mark, Mark's lined up to pick up the media passes. And of course, he gets up to the counter and in, in his, in his uh, dulcet British tones, asks these, oh, I'm Mark Godson. And, and then there's a, a woman, a few uh, uh, kiosks down going, you're, you're Mark from Talk Star Wars. And of course, it's like, oh my. And I'm standing around going, this can't be happening. <laughs> that was excellent. That was, that's one of my favorite stories to tell because I got that unique opportunity to star lord the crap out of that in that, that moment and turn yes. to Rob and say, finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> and, I, and, and knowing, again, I knew Mark for half an hour at this point, like face to face, but I've known him for a few years online and, and podcasting. And I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> this, is, this is terrible. And, but then I walk into, um, I had somebody message me uh, when I got home and they said, yeah, I saw you in the washroom at celebration, but I didn't want to say anything to you because well, we were in the washroom. <laughs> so it was oh, like, it, so it's very, 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 you know, very You know what weird. else is strange is standing at a urinal and in comes <laughs> Kenny Baker to the one next to you. What do you say? <laughs> I had nothing. I had nothing. <laughs> Just, just start making R2 sounds. Yeah. <laughs> that would be involuntary. Like, what, are you, what are you supposed to say when Kenny Baker is in the urinal next to you? Uh, hi, Mr. Baker. And can, can you sign this? Enjoy, enjoy the go. Yeah. <laughs> in my case, it would just be the initials will be fine. Yeah. There's, no There's not enough. 
Well, this isn't the Roman podcast, guys. No, this isn't. Yeah, let's read <laughs> this back. No, no. I was going to make that, that I was just going to mention that too. Uh, with Roman and I, again, we have that broadcast and when it's explicit and we, there's, we're off the chain. I wanted to make, I was passionate about Star Wars. I'm, I love Star Wars. I've loved them my whole life. I want to do a Star Wars podcast, but I wanted to, Mark gave me the opportunity to do something clean. You mean, which was to show when Roman Podcast, it's us, but it's dialed up for effect, right? And it's like, yeah, like with us on a Star Wars podcast, where it's like, yeah, we're we love Star Wars, but we dial it up for effect. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not our entire lives. Um, and then, so Mark gave me that opportunity, and for me, podcasting with other hosts. So basically, I, I pulled pull Tim or Kyle or Mark or anybody else from around the Commonwealth or, or the uh, or the group. And they join me. So I get to podcast with somebody new every time, every month. And with, I wanted to give the, the listeners a platform. You know, I wanted to give uh, um, people that they're online or in our message groups commenting. It's like, you, you have a lot to say. Why don't you come on in on the round table and say it. And I, for them, there's a lot of time. The first, we're in everybody's earbuds. So they get a chance to podcast. And I'm, I'm really happy and proud, mostly, but I've got a lot of, there's a lot of people, there's podcasters out today that are podcasting, that have podcast for the first time on the round table, which is, for me, is really awesome. rewarding. Yeah, for better or worse. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not always smashing successes, but uh, I, I joked with, I think, Grabs from the, I said, hey, we got to get you on the round table. And he's like, Oh, what? So I can be accountable? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, that's, 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 that's commenting about a, a Star Wars, a Mandalorian episode or WandaVision or something in a chat group is one thing, but going online and then not only you're going out with the, with, with the, with the support of this whole group. You know I mean, so it's not like you're starting a podcast and you're hoping to get 10 downloads. Like, like no, this is boom, you're on and you're out. Like, like people will hear you. So that's really, really cool. I think I, I love how that. And it's a, know, just, it's a permanent I, record of your silliness too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, Tell oh, me about it. After Dark Side, every episode, permanent record. Because of the Roman podcast, I can never run for office. Like there's not a chance. Like, <laughs> Uh, there I mean, may be a few other reasons why those. Uh, well, that too. Yes, yes. <laughs> have you seen some of the people that have held office these last few years? I mean, man, yes. anyone you know, maybe can run for office. Anyone. Yeah, maybe I if can. Last couple of years have taught me anything. It is. It does not matter what you say or do. It's as long as you can get enough people to vote for you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're good to go. Or it doesn't matter what you say or do or talk about. As long as you get enough people to listen to you and download your podcast. Hey. Yeah, see now that this is a thing that changed completely from when we first came out the gate with our shows is the the nature of fandom in general, not just Star Wars. The nature of fandom is totally different. It's a very different animal. It's, it's the reason I hung up the mic a couple of years ago was because the state of fandom broke my heart. The the fact that it appeared to have been infiltrated by um, a subset that were just doing so much damage in every conceivable way. Um, today, starting something fresh like this and putting it out there, I'm aware of the fact that that exists. That's an animal 
in the space with us that you have to be cognizant of. And I'm not going to let it stop me or dial back my opinion in, in any way, but it is something that I was deliriously ignorant of five years ago, maybe because it wasn't really there. But, you know, I've got my eyes wide open now that there's a contingent out there just waiting to object to anything that said that was gone. That was gone before. How did or that wasn't there before when we started? How did that, the emergence of that element affect you guys as podcasters or did it affect you guys as podcasters? You know, from my perspective on that one, I, I found myself almost blissfully sheltered from that a lot. I've, I've carefully curated a lot of my Twitter timeline. And I think this comes really back to the, the people that we surrounded ourselves with in this community. That is where I take a lot of my commentary from on Twitter, especially is the people that I trust their opinions and I'm okay to disagree with. I think that's another important thing that everyone needs to understand. It's okay to disagree. It's okay to not like a movie or a film or a TV show or, or even a franchise. For that matter. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> hey, I play a character, okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but for me, it, it was about curating that timeline and muting words, muting accounts and being careful about where I step. And I guess ultimately that I, pled blissful almost ignorance there but i guess i'm super cognizant of of where i get my information from and i think that's a, i think that should be a global lesson for oh, everybody man is <laughs> where you get your information from needs to be trusted sources and where i get my opinions from are, are people that i trust who i i interact with and i found that something that on our podcast that we've really focused on is is opinions but we also try to put a positive spin on things. And that's one of the things that we've always focused on in the room is that positive twist is that we can, yes, have criticisms or dislikes or preferences that maybe didn't show up on screen, but it's about providing some of that honest commentary around that and moving on. It's not about lingering in the past. It's not about putting your foot down so hard on an opinion that you're unwilling to hear what is around you. And I think that's where a lot of this comes is that people just aren't willing to accept others' opinions. Like guys, everyone is very aware that listen to the podcast that I'm not a huge fan of this whole Snyder cut thing that's going on, but I'm still going to watch the four hour movie. And I'm still going to provide my commentary around it. And the thing that excites me the most about it is Troy and Carlos are, are sorry, Troy and Sanjay are super stoked for this to come out. And I'm okay with that. Like it, I, I'm not, I don't have any ill will towards those that want to do something. Now there's an approach to it all, but if you love something, hell go enjoy it, but you don't have to go online and batter someone else because they enjoy it, because they love it, because they found some connection to the material that's been put in front of them. Everyone has their own thing. Do your own thing. It doesn't matter but do you, and that's something that we've always focused and I've always tried to focus on is, is expressing my love and passion for something, but not having a strong ill opinion about other things. And, you know, Rob made an interesting comment there about when you're on a podcast, you kind of dial yourself up and everyone kind of plays a bit of a character and everyone plays a bit of a role, you and your co-host when you're podcasting. And so everyone is turned up a little bit. And some of that is because the dynamic needs to be, 
not adversarial at times, but it needs to have a broad base of opinions. If you don't have that, podcasts get boring. Everyone just high-fiving that the MCU is awesome. It's it's fine, but you need to have a bit of that that spectrum of opinions. Some, some tension is good too. It's great. I, it, it really is because not everyone that listens to your podcast is going to agree with my opinion or, or Troy's opinion or whatever or anyone here. But it's also good to, to have that because I think in the absence of differing opinions, we all just become a blob that just moves around. Like it's, You need that. You need that adversarial. You need that, that conflict almost, but it needs to be on, on certain terms. And I think that's what needs to be filtered out is, you know, Iron Man and Cap were able to, to mend fences at the end of the day. Um, and I think everyone can. We just need to be kind about it. <laughs> need to be nice and, and just need to be accepting. And again, these are lessons that I teach my young children. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like these, these, these lessons we learn at a young age apply all the way through your life. And I think if we did a little bit more of that, not us here, but like I think in general as a, a population, a society, whatever, I think we get a little farther in life. Yeah, you never saw Cap destroying an action figure of a film he didn't like, did you? Oh, boy. <laughs> Wasn't that everywhere. Well, and that's, that's it, right? There's, there's the uh, anger equals clicks. And so I think there's, you know, there's, as a fan, as a fan being a participant in this online fandom, seeing things go into the gutter has been kind of devastating. Like I've taken a big step back from social media over the last, I'd say two to three months. I just talked to you guys and, you know, our, basically our, our Commonwealth group and a little mm-hmm. bit beyond that, all this other stuff, like you only have to take one or two steps beyond that to just, you just to, to get a whiff of that manure coming from, the, you know, it's, it's, it's terrible. So Tim, you said it, curating the timeline, muting things, blocking people. That's been a big thing for me, uh, especially on Twitter, that, that hell bird site. But uh, as, you know, as a podcaster, it hasn't really done anything to, for me. We're not big enough for, for these bad faith actors to come after us. And also, I don't think they would like, I don't have a big target on my back. I'm not like on a big platform. Right. So they're not going to come after me. And also I'm not, I'm not a minority. I'm not a woman. These guys, these, these jerks just love to go after people that are a little bit more vulnerable and for like, they're not going to, and if they do come after me block bye. it's, it's that simple for me. Um, so, I, you know, as a podcaster, now it's about, you know, if, if social media is not going to be the place where I want to spend a lot of my time, except for the people that I already interact with, what, where do you uh, connect with people? You know, it's, it's, it's still going to go back to that old tenet of social media is, is brick by brick, one relationship at a time, find those friends. Uh, and so that's kind of the approach that I'm going to, like, I think we should all have to take at some point, uh, just the, the shotgun approach and trying to reel in as many people as possible. You're gonna catch some. Uh, yeah. You're gonna catch some off the some, wide net. Yeah, if you cast too wide a net, you're gonna reel in some really undesirable stuff. So I, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the slow it, method is is I think where it's at for me. And it is so important right now with social media because the majority of us are in some form of physical lockdown, <laughs> right? And this is an outlet for us. It's a social outlet for sure. And social media is that for a lot of people too. It's an outlet. It's a place to go and meet up with friends or like-minded individuals. 
And so you need something for a community to come around. And unfortunately, you know, social media has its pitfalls, of course, but it also has a lot of positives on if you can find the right community, I think is, is the key to it. 100%. I was, I was in the same boat as Mark. I was getting frustrated with the, the negativity. And then I, but I guess from being a lifelong Star Wars fan, for those that don't know, I saw Star Wars at a drive-in with my parents in 1977. Get out of here. I feel like I've heard this. It's like, yeah, yeah. No, if, never... if you have your bingo card, your Rob Cass bingo card. Please go so, on. Um, I haven't heard the story. Okay. So, but anyway, <laughs> on, um, so I've seen when the, we, I'm part of the projected generation. So I, I was there for the, for the original trilogy. And then when the, when the prequels came out, there was an overwhelming group of people my age who were there in the beginning were all of a sudden starting to, you can't be a Star Wars fan unless you were born in this between these years. You know I mean, which is ridiculous, which is beyond stupid. And they're also like, oh, the prequels, if they didn't like them, not my Star Wars. You know I mean, now it's hashtag not my Star Wars, right? And then all of a sudden you get a new generation coming up that the prequels were there when they were kids. So they bought the action figures and that was their first introduction. Of course, they went on to enjoy the OT, if enjoy them or not, whatever they had their opinions of. But the prequels were their Star Wars as kids growing up. And then I noticed something after the sequel trilogy. I, and I, would, I was blown away by it. I saw people in their mid-20s right now, mid-20s to 30, not liking the sequel trilogy and all the time, their whole life um, defending the prequels, looking at the sequels and then saying, not my Star Wars. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, it's like, it was, I was blown away by this cycle. And again, it's Star Wars. It rhymes. I'm like, I should have saw this coming. Like, this is, did Lucas plan this too? So (laughs) I kind of had to divorce myself from that and be like, no, you know what? I like Star Wars and that's why I do the round table. And that's why I, I, I'm an astromech builder. I have, I, I built an R2D2. I don't, I'm, I love it. And, and, and what I brought up to the group, um, the Commonwealth and now the group, the uh, SWC plus we, I tabled something saying we should have this pot. Maybe we can have a positivity award once mm-hmm. a year, not make it a big thing. And uh, those of us in the, that, that we have a little council that, that just kind of just, we don't run the group. We're just, you know, just one of those things. We take care of it basically. And I, and Tim and Kyle, you're on the council, Rob Williams and Rob Wade. And then we were discussing and I said, how, what do you guys think? And I was going to Chicago celebration and I knew I was going to meet the great Neil Lowry. And then we were all overwhelmingly 100% unanimous. Yeah, he's he's getting the the the, the positivity award. So uh, we met up with him. Uh, Steve Kirk and I met up with him in uh, Chicago. We were we asked him. I said, "You mind if we tape this?" We he is. If you don't if you don't know Neil Lowry, you should look him up on Twitter because he is Mr. Positivity. And then it was great. And that's, and that's like, that's what I want. This is what I want from. And then we went on again, 2020. Uh, we changed things up. We changed from a network to a group. Slightly changed the name, SWC Plus now. And we had, uh, we all discussed it. And, and it was unanimous again. 
Daniel Thorpe won the won the 2020. So I was able, I ran out, got the plaque, shipped. Of course, I couldn't see him personally. He's in the UK and there was no celebrations or anything where we're, or any conventions we're going to meet at, obviously being 2020 and sent that off to him. And he messaged me once he got it. And he was like, I was, he had a really terrible day at work. And then he got home, he opened the parcel and there was this thing. And it was for us, it's like, no, Neil, Daniel, you guys are, this is our thank you to you guys for being so positive. This is, this is our thing. This is, don't thank us. Like we owe you, you know I mean, this is what you guys make it a place where we want to be. Yeah. And that's, so that's how I deal with this yeah. online stuff. Yeah. What about you, Mark? Like where, where you were when you exited podcasting, what, what's got you back to social media a bit and back at the mic? Well, that it was a long, it was a long road back from that. I think it, because it's, yeah, like Carl saying, it's the dollars, <laughs> the dollar signs. Cause there's so much money. In Big fat contract. We're, we're, we're all very rich podcasters. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, no. <laughs> The signing was, bonus. Just say it. It's the signing bonus. It's the signing bonus from this from this gig. Now it was. Um, <laughs> I think coming off like uh, Carl and I a year or so ago, just just before Christmas 2019, we'd had a conversation about perhaps my jumping on the worthy of recognition that year and and having a conversation. I said to him, "I'm not ready. I'm just not ready to do it." It was a very, it was a it was such a lovely offer, and I was tempted. I said to Lisa, "Like Carl's asked me because it's Carl. I want to do it." At the same time, I don't want to go anywhere near it. It taken me that long to sort of wean myself off. Of Detox. This. Yeah. This is a thing I used to love. And that was how I was viewing it. So I thought oh, I need to stay away. Then, And I deleted all my social media and I was just enjoying myself being away, being offline. Um, I'd, I'd muted social media, basically. Um, but I kind of reconnected with everybody again with this new twitter account which i'd set up for my vintage toy um like my, just my kenner three and three quarter inch stars a vintage collection i was interested in sort of picking people's brains i needed some experience about costs and everything because as we know broadcast they've got me hooked on this thing so um i just accepting of it now um <laughs> so i'd um I'd made that new Twitter account and then started reconnecting with old friends. And just as they popped up, maybe followed my account, I sort of went into the DM and said, it's me. I don't know if you remember me from Talk Star Wars. And a bunch of those people were sort of like, oh, it's so nice to have you back. And I thought, this is really lovely. Being welcomed home by old friends was just such a nice thing. And I remember when um, Rob was just talking about Daniel Thorpe, I have a story about Daniel Thorpe that goes right back to the day I quit everything and walked away and Rob and I published the last talk star was I was on and I said I was done I was retiring and I'd never spoken or interacted with Daniel but he sent me a message that day that he listened to that episode and said I've been a long time listener really enjoyed what you've done never thought about contacting the show or anything before now I just wanted to let you know that you're going to be missed and I'll always remember that and I thought that was really a really touching thing that I guess the the prospect of that being there when i came back was the fuel for this kind of thing and when i started reconnecting with everybody especially you guys on that new account 
to me, it was just like, I'm ready to do something. And Rob kindly brought me onto a couple of round tables and I managed to get my podcasting legs back under me again. And I thought, you know, I think I might want to do this. And I've tried a couple of little things out, solo stuff. And I thought, no, it's not the same. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm not just looking to hear myself speak. I want this. I want three friends sitting there that we can bounce off of each other because I want to be able to learn and grow as a fan of all these things that we're into. And if I've got no one on the other side of the screen, what am I getting out of it? I'm not learning anything. Um, that, Tim, to answer your question, is why I came back. Because all the negative stuff faded away and what it left behind was this, was this beautiful um, echo, if you like. I'm going to set off my Amazon device. Um, of this generosity of spirit of our community that we built around us mm-hmm. as the network. And, and that's why I came back to, to tap back into that. And now I must say, I was brought into that group on Twitter last week, the WandaVision group. That's why I'm here. That, yeah. <laughs> yes. that is just fuel. That is wonderful to get into that sort of space with people and, and trade <laughs> ideas and, and boost each other's enthusiasm for this thing. You know, that's why you come to something like this, right? Yeah. So we, we can say that. Um, um, so, Daniel, this is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> from, from, from most of us, it, it's people like you that are keeping us going. Also, too, um, am I responsible for Mark's vintage collection yes. habit? Yes. He, he's saying yes, I think. And I'm being across a, an ocean. I'm more than happy to take the blame because Lisa can't hit me from here. <laughs> But also, I must um, mention that I, I now have a habit of going to Star Wars celebrations and conventions all over North America now. Uh, Mark, that's on you. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there because I remember before you had your media pass all set up and everything go and Celebration Orlando 2017 was three months away. And Mark's like, hey, Rob, why don't you come? I'm like, no, because I'm not one of these guys to do that i was not you know i was just happy to podcast and then uh i over dinner i'm talking with my family mark wants me to go to orlando like why would i do that she goes why don't you like oh that's an excellent question and then i talked to mark i'm like hmm let me look into this so i i have a passport hanging around so that wasn't a problem and then i looked i couldn't get the four-day pass but i was able to buy each day individually so i'm like Okay, I'm in. Now I haven't missed a celebration since. I've been to San Diego Comic Con. I'm always at Toronto Expo. I'm I'm always at all the local ones now. It got me into. Um, I was starting. I had the idea to build an R2 about a month before I went to that first convention. Now I have uh, Astromech friends all over the all over the world. I have a podcast friends. I have. It's opened up this whole thing, and I I now. I'm very boots on the ground. So whenever there's a convention, Toronto, somewhere, I, there's a good chance I'm there. So especially a celebration. So it's like, it's like, maybe there's an X-Wing Luke somebody wants. Maybe uh-huh. there's something, you know, whatever's going on. So it's given me this other role. Am I at the local conventions with my R2? Yes. But now when I go to the bigger ones and I have to fly somewhere, it's like, yeah, no, now I'm, I, I feel like, oh, I'm here for the group. You mean I'm here with, and I'm, I'm there to meet people from the group, which is even wilder. 
And I'm going to get to one of these with you. We've been trying for the last two years. <sighs> yes. Well, the first time I should have told you nine months before celebration Chicago to you and your wife should have, you know, yeah. slept in separate rooms. <laughs> we, we, we had a, we had a baby about the day <laughs> celebration, yeah. the day of celebration. Yeah, yeah. That was a party in the nerd room, wasn't it? That year. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. It was a, it was a busy year in the nerd room. All three of us had babies that year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then we were tried again for 2020. This year, of course, it uh, that yeah. fell through for the entire planet. 2022. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. I, and I, I, one thing I do want to say is Rob made a, an interesting observation there or point there with his with his spouse. You need to have a supportive spouse, guys. <laughs> yes. If you're going to live in this space, you need to have a supportive spouse. All, all four of us here have loving and caring and wonderfully understanding wives. And <laughs> that is so important as a fan, as a collector, as a podcaster, as a creative to not only have that support, but also to, to bring them into it a little bit. You know, my wife and I talk a lot about the podcast and fandom and all this, and she'll look at me and say, do you guys ever run any out of anything to talk about? We'll be at barbecues or whatever when we're allowed to do all that stuff. And the four of us would huddle in a corner and talk. And she's like, you guys talk for three hours every Tuesday night and on your phones every single day. How do you not run out of things to talk about? And, but, but that's just what all this is, right? We have a new piece of content, a new rumor, a new this or that. But in the absence of the supportive spouse, None of this happens. True we don't that. have our own nerd rooms. We don't have podcasts. We don't have this opportunity. Because I had the same conversation with my wife about celebration in 2020 or even 2019. It was like, go, buy a ticket, go. They were going to come down for 2020 and hang out near Disney and all that. But it was about embracing and giving me the support I needed to go out there and meet people and you know, who she said who are you going with down to to anaheim well rob cast well and she knows who rob is but it's like naturally you're gonna fly <laughs> to anaheim by yourself yeah. <laughs> meet up with the dude you met on the internet five years ago totally safe and, yep. and spend four days with them at a star wars convention yeah and, and her, her only point of reference is the roman podcast which is yeah <laughs> the alarm bells are understandable so, yeah <laughs> And, and so like, it's, that's such an integral piece, an important piece of all this is, is someone like a community to share it with, but also having someone that you live with that you, you maybe share a bed with, I don't know everyone's arrangements, but, uh, like Bert and Annie. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the first episode of WandaVision, you know, <laughs> yes. and, and, and also too, for all the, anybody else getting into this, it's, it's, it's mutual. Like I'm sure. Yeah. All four of us today, we're recording on a Saturday afternoon or early evening. And we, all of us, I know I went to my wife and said, hey, um, I know we're busy, mm -hmm. but I got this thing. I, I want to record there on Saturday afternoon. We good? Like, and again, it's not like I don't, I never have to ask her, but it's always the respect of us yeah, going 100%. to our spouses saying, you mean, I, do we have anything going on? Basically checking the calendar. All right. Are you mm -hmm. going to be at your mom's? Okay. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. Like it's. You know, it's it, it goes both ways. So, so anybody else thinking of doing taking stuff on, uh, don't get caught in like it's it it it, it, it takes a partner, but it takes that mutual respect. When I started building my R two, it's like 
oh yeah sure go ahead because you know it was that was that's my hot rod in the in the in the in the garage that's my that's my motorbike i'm working on it just happens to be an astrobike that costs as much and you can't ride in it (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking. You could ride on. You could. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, it's 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 We're pricey in it. and, and it's time consuming and it's something you're tinkering in the garage. And she got it and she's great. It's something that that, that that's therapy for him. That's uh, that's something he's he's getting his mind on things. That's his thing he's doing. Yeah. And then I took her. Uh, we I went to the premiere for Sky Rice Skywalker in Toronto, and then the next day we had tickets for opening night in cambridge ontario where we were living at the time and she came and i have two remotes for r2 i have the one that drives him around and and move and spins his his dome and i gave i have an audio remote as well where you press buttons and that's where you get all the different sounds and all the coups and all the give him his personality and i said here use this you you make him talk and when she saw other people reacting and interacting with our family's astromech she got it she was like oh oh this is because they're uh, reacting to archie like he's a like he's it's a person a celebrity because we're against the wall we're we're trying to be puppeteers that's the whole magic of it and people are coming out of the movie theater and like oh i just saw star wars the last star wars movie on opening night and oh my god there's archie and then uh, just she she's it's like this she got it right so it was really nice to experience that together to have that yeah, this is like so. She got a glimpse into like, yeah, this is why, this is why I do what I do, and this is why I love what I do. Yeah, you're so right. Like, you you need to have that significant other. Podcasting the way that I personally was doing it, the frequency I was doing it, can't do it when you've got a couple little kids running around. Can't do it unless you have somebody who is willing to fall on the sword and say, "I will run interference for the next two hours." I'm not here mm-hmm. with you guys right now. If my wife is not saying, "Yeah, yeah," Sam. Like yeah. I got the kids for a couple hours, but record. It's cool. Now I can't do this every weekend. There's a certain amount of goodwill that you, <laughs> you, <Yes>. you have <laughs> to, you have to be very, very careful with that goodwill. But yeah, like I, I push all the buttons at Tumbling Saber, but without the support of my wife, there is no Tumbling Saber. It's a figment. Mm-hmm. It never happens. Or if it does, it happens very badly or very infrequently. So she gets all the credit from me for you know the longevity that we've had it's because she has allowed it to happen and you know we've we've parked ourselves in a terrible recording slot for a long time (laughs) but still we've recorded a lot on weekends and and you know to do things like this you just you have to have that support otherwise it just doesn't go anywhere yeah i think kyle kyle i think you brought it full circle mark what do you think um Kyle pushes all the buttons on Tumbling Saber. He produces it. It's it's all on like he's the showrunner. Tim, Nerd Room, myself, Roundtable, Roman Bonnycast, Mark, talk Star Wars. Like, so that's brought us right to back to where why we're doing this is because we're all we're the showrunners. Yeah. And now we're we're here. Yeah. The idea I'm, of, to be, sorry, Carl. Well, no, I was just gonna say, just to bring it back to uh, you know, the idea of this being a listener-focused show as TSW was, and as we all try to get people's input on the show, um, not everybody is able or willing to start up a podcast to get their thoughts out there. Everybody has their thoughts and everybody wants to share them, uh, but not everybody wants to build the platform to do it. And so the four of us on our respective pods on this pod, it's all about, yes, 
our platform is your platform. Mm, exactly. Come, dump your thoughts here. Be have a voice here. You can't if you can't be here. Be here in the way that you can. Send us an email. Send us your voicemail. We'll get you on the show. We'll you'll be a part of it. We will play around with your question, with your theory, whatever it is. That's the whole spirit of this whole thing. And and we all try to take that to our individual pods, but especially here, again, it's it's going to be another great time where we let our friends take the platform with us and and have the have take the floor and and we'll run with it. So yeah, that's that's. Uh, I cut you all I cut you off for that, Mark. Go ahead. No, but that that was as well said. That's everything I was going to try and hit on. That we are really opening up the floor. We are we are opening up a space that was that was there at the start of all of our original podcasts. That we wanted an open dialogue with fellow fans, and that is kind of what this is. Four showrunners doing the heavy lifting together makes light work of it. So now you get to benefit as the listener. You get to interact. You get to throw us your theories, throw us your insights, not just on Star Wars, but anything, especially things like now, Jimmy, you were saying about getting the hit off of, you know, it used to be a movie every year or every two years. Now it's every week you're getting a hit on Disney Plus. And that might be Mandalorian. It might be WandaVision and what's coming next, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki, and it's not going to stop. So this is the place for you to come and and voice your opinions and share your theories and insights. Did you see that? I couldn't wait to get that out there. I watched the show at 9am here um, yesterday and I was sitting there about to pop, but I had to get something out and grab said, look, if you need to send, if you need to voice something and you're worried about spoilers, send me a DM. So I got to get it all out. Yeah, because, because we, 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 we have a, we have a spoiler message group on the side for one division. And, but the problem is Mark wakes up, and watches it marks if you watch it first thing in the morning and you're already five hours ahead of me you're watching it at you know, I mean uh, three in the morning my time yeah and and one in the morning tim's time so by the time we get home from work on a friday afternoon it's already like 10 o'clock yeah. at night and you've seen this you've so had this I'm really cautious not head. not to spoil it because yeah. i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to do that but the, you know we we're now building a monthly platform where people can come and air all of that stuff for a month's worth oh. of content and we get to then kick around things we haven't thought about that group is full of insights where i think i hadn't even considered that have you seen this did you hear that did you pick up on that and it's oh it's wonderful that's what i hope this will be um so i guess i should take a second and sort of let people know how they can get in touch with us before we perhaps get in and have a quick look at the things we're looking forward to out of 2021 um no surprises what mine's going to be um so if you are we've got an email because we reached out to the great daniel thought we were just talking about a little while ago reached out to him and said can you give us something to talk about in case we find ourselves at a loss (laughs) and we're an hour in Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to put daniel's email to one side for episode one and we'll we will discuss what he sent us but if you want to play a part in this then feel free to, I guess the best way is to go to our Twitter account. We've got a Twitter account for this show. It's called at showrunners pod head there. And you'll find two things in our profile. You'll find the email address. It's showrunnerspodcast@gmail.com, but it's linked there. If you need to go there, just fire us your thoughts via an email, follow that account. You can DM us. Um, if you look into our profile link, on that Twitter account, you'll find a landing page that has all of our contact information. So not home addresses, but you know, you'll find 
Uh, it will go take you straight to Kyle, take you straight to Tim, it'll take you straight to Rob. There's a landing page for me with a ton of links on there, all the different silly things that I'm involved with at the moment. And you can reach out to us there. Um, that is the wonder of social media. It shrinks the globe, brings you to us. Let's share our thoughts on this stuff. Um, right, let's get into the things that we are looking forward to, right? Oh, hang on, one more thing. I did. Th I thought about this the other day. One of the most fun things I did on Talk Star Wars was come up with the Ron Burgundy guarantee. It cheats the algorithm, but also backs you as a host into a really weird corner. So the Ron Burgundy guarantee, if you've never heard of this before, is if you leave this show a five-star review in iTunes, it gets us ahead in the game, gets us noticed, but it also gives you an opportunity to write whatever you want in there and we'll read it. Now, I didn't think that through clearly when I started Talk Star Wars because somebody actually wrote the lyrics to Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley into a five-star review once and I had to read that out. So I got Rick rolled in the, in the reviews <laughs> for a podcast. So I won't do that again, but <laughs> Carl's clapping. But if you um, put something in there, as long as it's not hate speak and it's not, inappropriate for a family show we will read it out use it have fun with it propose to somebody do whatever you want to do on there um so all right guys let's talk about 2021 and what's coming this year that we're most looking forward to carl do you want to kick us off sure i mean it's very simple for me i am just i think this will be safe because a farmer would say it. i am i am suckling at the teat of disney plus yes <laughs> all year long i mean we're we can't go anywhere i am expecting almost all cinematic releases to not happen for yep. us. So it's out, it's, it's off the table in my mind. Uh, so it's, it's all about uh, Falcon winter soldier. It's all about, uh, we're in the, in the midst of, of WandaVision, which has been unbelievable in, 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 in different ways. I've been along for the ride. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm, I am in for it, in for it. Uh, so yeah, MCU winter soldier, um, can't wait for that to happen uh, with with Falcon. That's going to be so good. Um, and Tim, you talked about the the uh, Zack Snyder Justice League cut. I am excited to see that fulfilled. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, say what we will about the guy and his take on these tentpole characters. At least there's a vision there that I can get. I can respect. I may not agree with it, but at least there's something. It's it's anything is better than that generic slop that uh, Joss Whedon gave us. Uh, it's, I will take anything to supplant that. And if I don't like it, I don't like it, but I'm looking forward to it at this moment. Um, and then of course, uh, the love of my heart uh, of Star Wars, everything seems so far off. The Bad Batch is on the way. I think that will be, will be better than what most of fans are giving it credit for. Um, but yeah, most of it's still so far off that uh, MCU is sort of, kind of front of mind right now and high republic too i am i'm loving the high republic novels i finished light of the jedi a couple weeks ago nice. uh, and and i'm into uh claudia grace into the dark it, it's 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 really good stuff i don't know where all that high republic stuff is going but man we talk experts analysts they wonder this this superhero geek bubble it's gonna burst really nope <laughs> is it really because it seems to be the volume is picking up the quality is picking up uh, the touch points for it are exponentially growing it's not gonna pop it's not mm -hmm. <laughs> it never will 
so that's so much has got me excited. Tim, what's got you all, all oh. geeked up? Man, for those that know me, know the MCU's is where my heart and soul lie in all of this. And I think beyond just the shows that we're getting, five live action, one animated in the what if, is the episodic nature of MCU storytelling has got me excited. You know, there's a bit of conjecture, a bit of back and forth. You know, would we have preferred all of WandaVision at once or the way it's coming out? I love the way it's coming out because it gives us an opportunity to every single Friday have something to look forward to and have these theory crafting sessions for an entire week where we're bantering back and forth with each other, with other pods, with whomever online about what is happening. And as each episode is released, my theory tweaks and shifts. And, you know, we're talking a few weeks ago or last week in the DM and Mark's throwing all this FF theory at us. And then we brought something back from 2017 that he published on the nerdroom.net regarding the Baxter building and the Fantastic Four and Avengers Tower and how all that fits in the MCU. But this past week's episode is just going to skyrocket what it means. And it's that that I'm excited about is we, the, the well was dry in 2020 because of what, what's happened and what's continuing to go on. But Disney Plus and HBO Max and all these direct-to-consumer services have caught up now from the shock of 2020 and are releasing an incredible amount of volume of content, the MCU being one of them. We, we went a whole year. We went, what, 500 and something days, 600 days without MCU content. The longest stretch we've almost ever gone since the conception in 2008. And now we're getting it weekly and we're going to have it almost weekly until at least the end of May, early June. That's what excites me, guys, is that we get to share this. You know, the, of course, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, all this Hawkeye, she, whatever is, like, I'll take it all. But it's the way it's being delivered. And TV was always seen as the, the poor little brother to the big screen. That's changed now. WandaVision, The Mandalorian have changed that forever and for the better. You know, Game of Thrones was doing it before, but I think on this mass scale with franchises that we're familiar with, Star Wars and Marvel being the two bigger ones, I think now that we've got the quality and the stories that matter on the small screen, that, that's a game changer for me as well is I can sit down here every week with my wife and consume what is an MCU, a cinematic style presentation and story every single week and then talk about it with you guys. That is what's got me stoked about nerd. And then there's all the other stuff collecting. Wild three beers at but, the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> you, you can't go wrong with this. Uh, Mr. Cass, like is beyond kind of the obvious things. Is, is, there, is there other things that, that are exciting you this year? What's exciting me? I'm looking forward to having everybody be vaccinated and, yes. and, be, and yes. being able to just take my R2 to a mall or a local convention <laughs> or something. I was actually okay. messaging Kyle earlier in 2020, the, at the beginning, asking him questions about the Montreal uh, Comic-Con. I was playing around with the fact of maybe popping my R2 over there and then because for me, it's out of the realm of possibility to to go in and then meet up some some friends so that of course i'm sure that's on everybody whether you're a fan of star wars marvel dc or anything we just want everybody to be uh happy healthy and be able to see each other face to face 
I mean, right. once again, um, and of course, Mission I forgot like um, the how the tragedy he had to go through with his uh, what what got him off that project. Uh, do I love the fact that we're going back and rewriting history? Maybe not. Like, but I'm a DC guy, and and I I love everything that the MCU is and what they've done and what they've accomplished. I would love to see it not the same thing, but something similar with, with DC be, be done. And I'm, I'm really happy about it. I've fallen off the DC television universe. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I just got too much of it. I was all in at the beginning, but then a lot of it started to, you know, so I'm not there yet, but of course, Mandalorian, what next October, next November, <laughs> I mean, that's in this year. Book of Boba. <laughs> Book of Boba. Um, I, um, I'm loving WandaVision. I'm, I'm loving, uh, I, I've, I'm still reading them. I'm, well, I'm still buying them, <laughs> but I'm, I'm looking forward to all the new uh, comic content that's coming out. And I'm looking forward to having uh, a regular, uh, I, I know the new normal, or I don't want to be cliche about it, but I'm looking back to having a new rhythm or, or a regular rhythm to, uh, to our lives where, you mean, where everything isn't all pins and needles and working from home or working or, being i mean just the way we have to be now you mean like or even picking up your comics you mean how uh, i moved away from the city where i my book and mortar uh comic book store is and i still have a relationship with the with the owner and he he puts my pulls aside and every two months he ships them to me which is great because it gives me this oh, this opening thing but i'm looking forward to people getting be able to be able to get back and mm -hmm stopping off at the comic book store every Wednesday, you know what I mean? And having that interaction, that conversation that, that we used to do with vinyl records back in the day, you know what I mean? It was the whole experience of it all. Like I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but again, Schneider cut, come on. Like, you know, it's my, it's, it's, it's my DC. It's that's, that's, uh, I'm loving the MCU. Don't get me wrong. I, I love it. I love it all. Loving all the new uh, Star Wars stuff that they're talking about. I'm looking, but, and again, Mandalorian at the end of the year. But yeah, I, the Snyder Cut's for me. Mark? Yeah. Something tells me we're going to be talking about the Snyder Cut on this podcast. Um, yes. Yeah. I know that I should be saying TV and movies, and that, of course, is where my heart is. Uh, and I'm looking forward to all those things, the Marvel and the Star Wars of it all. But two things I've tapped into already this year that I'm re have really changed the way I'm approaching fandom and that's action figures in the form of the six inch black series from Hasbro totally hooked on that and uh, and physical comic books as well so Rob you were saying you you get your pulls sent to you from your brick and mortar store I haven't read a physical co comic book in a long time um it was all iPad for me back when we were doing TSW comics and everything that was being released at the time on the run-up to the movie releases. So now I've got, Carl, you mentioned the High Republic. I've got the High Republic coming in physical form. I'm just waiting for the third printing of the first issue. And then I can get started on that. So I know that the third printing, shame the on third you. printing. I know, but I, I don't <laughs> I, just make the decision to me. pull the trigger. I know. It's, no, I, I just, okay, I, I'm surprised. I'm glad you're, you feel safe enough to admit it. Here and yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe I'll regret that next month when I say, "Oh, I made a mistake." Um, yeah, so I've got the third print into the first issue on order, and uh, they've they've shipped the second issue to me. Which obviously, I won't be able to touch until I get the third print into the first issue, 
and I've subscribed to uh, Greg Pak's Darth Vader run, which I picked up the trade for the first five episodes, uh, first five issues, and I'm waiting for the trade for the second five issues, and my subscription picks up at issue eleven. So I've got a lot of physical comic book reading to do yes. this year, and I'm very excited about that simplest of things of just reading those hard copy books. Um, but the Hasbro Black series, oh, why did that have to happen to me? They are oh, so good. Boy. Oh boy! You warned yeah. me, Kyle. You said it, you will not look. You will not look back on this favorably. I can see top of Tim Shell. Mark, you have to stick to vintage. There's only so much. The problem is they're not making any more. Once you got the twelve oh, figures from Star Wars seventy-seven, they're not making any more. Yeah, but dude, just, you know that doesn't work. You did. You said to me, you know, I'll ooh. get the I'll get the twelve. <laughs> I said, look at that, Carlton. I said, no. Yeah. Oh well, maybe I'll pick up Luke. Maybe I'll pick up the droids. That was never going to work with me. It's, it's, like, no, ever, never. Oh, I know. I, I was going to get Bespin Luke and I because to match my Yoda. And now I got a cabinet full all of. of all of New Hope, all of Empire. I'm working on my Jedi, which I lost three auctions last week. Oh, I lost three. Auctions. I'm glad. Today. I'm glad you guys were there for me. I, yeah, I thought <laughs> of you today when I lost three of mine. But I, you know, I've got. I'm in the deep end of the vintage now, and the prices. You're talking new car prices for the for the stuff I have left to pick up. So that's gone on hold whilst I build up a, a modest collection of Black Series to to um, feed my other addiction, which is photography. And I've been mm. doing lots of little toy photographs I've, I've done a couple that i've sort of gotten a little bit more elaborate with effects and so on and now i'm my garage has become my lab i'm actually building props and sets in there for what's coming next in terms of photography oh, so can't wait mark, mark is highly addictive um if i can make a suggestion if somebody offers it to you don't try black tar heroin yeah, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm just i know like you're good I, I don't know personally but i'm assuming you i'm not doing that again Exactly. Well, had, I will say the Black Series is probably more addictive and more expensive in the long run. <laughs> yes, yeah, you'd be better off. No, we're joking. We're joking. Yeah. Please, don't it, it goes back to what we we're saying about spouses and a and a forgiving wife mm. and understanding wife. When at six o'clock in the morning, I'm in the garage hammering and sawing and <laughs> building tiny little interiors for spacecraft. It's uh, yeah, ridiculous, but I love it. So that's kind of what I'm looking forward to this year outside of everything else you guys have mentioned and of course getting together monthly to do this pod with you chaps which is an absolute honor and a pleasure and i can't wait to to for this to get itself into full swing so there we Absolutely. go that's our 2021 outlook do you do you think we've Ooh. done enough to wrap up this episode this certainly puts the first episodes of my other podcasts to shame <laughs> being original material and all that and for those for those for those that are thinking oh wow this is gonna be great four showrunners this is moving smoothly this is our seventh take yeah there <laughs> we had a few takes mostly on me but... mostly on you did, how many times did it take me to read one line um i also think that there was 45 minutes of conversation before we started recording yes yes this is a, this is a... you can't shut them up this is true all right yeah, <laughs> you know what's funny is that is we really did i mean i'm not exaggerating we've been kind of I don't want to say talking about this. We've been fantasizing about this exact kind of show for years. Yeah, years and years. And just life got in the way and, and ah, I can't, uh, okay, let's kick it down the road. We are finally have done it. And I'm, it, it, I'm so pleased that we've finally taken the step and done it. And, you know, we love our friends out there and we hope this finds a home in their podcast feed. And I don't know if this will come out by Valentine's Day, but we love you guys. So take this as a big kiss on the cheek, COVID free. <laughs> socially distanced 
big kiss on the cheek. We love you guys. We do. And, and I hope that this is, I hope this becomes a space that you feel comfortable expressing your fandom in because there's no judgment here. We've all got our own takes on, on what's cool and what ain't cool. And there's no judgment. So just throw out to us, whatever your thoughts and feelings are on what's going on in fandom right now. And this is a, this is the place for that to land gentlemen. Thank you so much for sitting down with me to talk geek for an hour and change. Let's uh, let's just remind people where they can find us. So I've made it really easy. We can go around the table, but you can go to the showrunners pod on Twitter and find everything linked in there. But Kyle, where can people find you if they want to interact with you between shows? Uh, the best place right now is probably to connect with me on Twitter. Uh, I will be happy to chat all kind of nerd stuff with you there. If you if you really like to talk Star Wars a lot, you can come join us in our closed Facebook group where, again, it's, we're, we're, it's, you're off sort of the, the, the main grid. You can come hang out in our little group. It's closed. Nobody's going to find out you're in there geeking out, talking about these stupid space wizards. So you can find us in there, and it's a safe little group, a little vibrant community, and we have a lot of fun in there talking about the latest news, making fun of each other in a very loving way. Um, it's a good time. And those are the two main places you can find me until I get the podcast back up and running, which hopefully will be sooner than later. Over to you, Tim. Awesome. Well, you guys can find me Instagram and Twitter at the nerd RM. You can check out uh, my weekly podcast, nerd room, where I co-host with three of my buddies. And we, uh, we elaborate on uh, all the stuff we've been kicking around in nerd for that week. So we have a lot of fun there, but uh, I, I just want to also throw a thank you to you guys. This is like, Kyle said it's been something we've been talking about for a very long time and I'm excited to to do this instead of have this platform um, or this different platform to interact with you guys out there share and and just uh, gush about these franchises so yeah looking forward to coming back at the mic here in about a month's time and uh, dropping the next one so uh, Mr. Cast my good friend can everyone find you well, you can you can find me right here uh, on this feed for the uh, SW uh, plus round SWC plus roundtable. Uh, we I do a monthly show there with uh, other co-hosts from around uh, the the group and listeners, and we geek out about all things Star Wars. You can also find me um, on Twitter and Instagram at Robert MMCast. You can look up the hashtag, uh, hashtag Rob's R2 for us to see all my R2 adventures. But uh, he hasn't been out in almost a year, so it hasn't been updated in a while. <laughs> and, of course, Roman Podcast once a week. Um, me and my buddy Roman just uh, joke around and uh, have a good time. So that's where, that's where I'm at. And your sh- all your shows are staples in, in my week's uh, podcast oh, listening. Uh, it's just the... They are bookmarks. They are there. Um, Appointment listening for everybody. It is, yeah. Even the even the red stuff. So you can find me on <laughs> Twitter at SWVintageToy, but I think we're all going to be behind the handle at ShowrunnersPod if you find us there on Twitter and you can interact with us there, DM us there, whatever you need to do. So that's it. Episode zero, the pilot episode, the Showrunners podcast that we have been cooking up for years. It's finally done. It's in the books, as Kyle might say. Join us next month when we record episode one, hopefully with your emails and messages to sit alongside Daniel's. In the meantime, get your geek on and we'll see you soon.